Thank you for joining us for this recent message from Freedom Ministries in Crossit, Arkansas. Connect with us online at freedomministriescrossit.com and let us know what God is doing in your life through this ministry. Now prepare your heart to hear a word that we pray will bless your life. talking a lot here at Freedom Ministries lately about authority. Do y'all know that we have authority? I have authority. In Genesis, I'm going to try to talk, I got, I'm going I'm to talk fast. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 through 28, God said, let us create man in our image and let us give him dominion Dominion means authority. Let's read it. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Oh, y'all, wait a minute. Wait a minute. We got to stop for just a second. That is an exact duplicate. That word likeness means an exact duplicate. We are created in the image just like God. Amen. The word says that God is a spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. And that's where our image is the same as his. He created me with a spirit. Every creature does not have a spirit. Dogs and cats and cats, they don't have a spirit. We do. Humans do. We are created in his likeness, in his image. We have a spirit. Amen? And let them have dominion. And that word dominion means authority. Over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle and all the earth and every creeping thing that creepeth up on the earth. Okay? So we have authority. God gave it to Adam in the very beginning. It was his plan all along for us to have authority. Okay? Hallelujah. Well, guess what? Adam did not take his authority. I know for ever how many thousands of years it's been, Eve has been blamed for this mess that we're living in now. (laughs) But God told Adam, he said, I want you to subdue the garden. And that means keep it, protect it, watch over it. This is your job. Don't let anything in here that ain't supposed to be in here, in other words. And let's look at Genesis 3. Okay, just make it real quick. One, Genesis 3, 1. Genesis chapter 3, verse 1. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of the tree of the garden? Go ahead to the next one. See, God said, Don't eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And what happens immediately after God says something? The devil comes and says, Did God really say that? Is that what he said? That ain't what he said. How many of y'all, no, I, don't, don't raise your hands, okay? I'm not asking you for real, but I just want you to think. How many during praise and worship did you feel or think, lift your hands or bow your knee? And, and what the very next thought that comes is, they're going to think you're crazy. Everybody's going to be looking at you. Why do you want to do that? Right? That's what comes to my mind. Okay. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. 
But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. Go ahead. And the serpent said to the woman, Ye shall not, ye shall not surely die. See, he, he just comes to put that doubt in your mind. For God doth know that in that day that ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as God. They already was as God's. Already was. They was walking. They were clothed in the glory. They were created in his image, in his likeness, an exact duplicate. Adam was walking in revelation knowledge. God was telling him, this is a cow. Cow's going to eat grass. Cow's going to moo. And he'd say, you a cow. You're going to eat grass, and you're going to moo. And so the cow knew what to do. The cow had identity. Adam gave him identity. Okay, that, that's all God. I know Adam was created. I mean, we don't use but 10% of our brain, but excuse me. There's a lot of stuff that God created. And so he had to be walking in revelatory knowledge. And when you're in the glory, when you're in the glory, your mind is shut off. Because the mind is an enemy of God. The mind cannot and never will submit to God. Okay, so when you're walking in the glory, you're clothed in the glory. I ain't operating in my mind. I'm operating through revelation, okay, in the spirit. Okay, for God doth know that in the day that thereof, then your eyes shall be open and you shall be as God's, knowing good and evil. Keep going. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree that to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat. And this is what I want you to see. And gave also unto her husband with her. With her. He was standing right there with her. Adam was standing right there with her. What was Adam supposed to do? Say, snake, did I tell you that you could talk? Get out. Get out. You don't belong in that serpent. Get out of him. That's what he should have done. But he did not take his authority. He did not take dominion. And because he did not take his authority, his wife was then deceived. Because he allowed the enemy to talk. Y'all, stop allowing the enemy to talk. We have authority. We have authority over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. The devil is a creep. He's a creep. I don't have dominion over my husband. I don't have dominion over people. I don't have dominion. But I got dominion over the dogs and the cats and the fish and the devils. Okay? Stop letting them things talk to you. What you say is, in the name of Jesus, get away from me. Shut up. My two-year-old granddaughter, that's what she says. In the name of Jesus, get away from me. That's what she says. I'm like, yes, get away from her in the name of Jesus. She calls him Jesus, and he likes it. Amen. 
But Adam did not, God gave him authority and he did not take his authority. And because he did not take his authority, he unleashed hell upon the earth. That's what happened. And so today, we're having to deal with it. We have to deal with it all. And everything has changed. But the second Adam came. Jesus Christ came. Hallelujah. And he paid the price for what Adam did. And because he did that, now he said, he said, I came to save that which was lost. And that was people, it was relationship, and it was authority. Amen? Because Adam gave his authority away. And that's another thing I've seen is can't nobody take my authority. But I can sure give it away. But we're not going to do that no more. No more. It ends today. Okay? So, where was I? I don't remember. Jesus came. <laughs> Jesus came and he gave us back our authority. In Luke chapter 10, verse 19, it says, I give you authority over all the power of the enemy. Okay? I have authority over all the power. And those, a lot of times power is translated, or authority is translated power. But in this verse, it's two completely different words. And the first one, when he says, I give you power, that word is authority. And he says to, I give you power over all the power. That word is power. It's might. It's ability. So what he's saying is, I give you the authority over all the ability of the devil. Anything the devil can do, I give you authority over it. In the name of Jesus, we have authority. I don't have to sit down and listen to the devil tell me anything at all. Amen? Okay, now this is where my, this, that was just a little, you know, this right here is my word. <laughs> Let's go to Romans chapter 13, verses 1 and 2. And in this word, it does mean to submit to authority. I'm reading out of the King James, that, I mean, uh, the New King James, that's the King James. It says, let every soul be subject to the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. What's that mean? That means there's authority over us. Every single person, there's authority over us. In the New King James, it says, let every soul be subject to the governing authorities. For there is no authorities that exist outside of God. God placed them there. Verse 2. This is the one that God spoke to me on. Whosoever therefore resisteth the authority, resisteth the ordinance of God. And they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. We are not to resist authority. Resist means to oppose we're supposed to submit to authority. It got real quiet in here. It got real quiet. We are supposed to submit to authority. Whether that authority is good or bad. Whether that authority is right or wrong. That's a good thing for you kids to know. Mom, dad, grandma, whoever's raising you, that's your authority. Teacher, that's your authority. Me, boss man, that's my authority. Wives and husbands, oh, we ain't going to go there. 
We have authority over us. And we are to submit to that authority. If I don't submit to that authority, I'm resisting God, not the person. I'm resisting God. So that's what that scripture is talking about. And if you go on and read the chapter, it, it's very clear what he's saying. But I was sitting up here Wednesday morning, and I was praying, and, and, and I just kept thinking of that verse, you know. So I'm like, okay, so I go look at it because that's how God works sometimes. He just makes you keep thinking of something. And so I, I was reading it, and I just kept reading it. I was like, okay, God, and I read it again. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God, and those who resist will bring judgment on themselves. And I, I just sat there for a minute because sometimes we need to get quiet to hear what God's saying, you know. If I'm continually talking, I can't hear. And so I sat there for a minute, and he said to me, did I give you authority? Yes, God, yes, you did. Um, if you resist using your authority, you are resisting authority. You're resisting me. If you don't use your authority, you are resisting me. I'm going to say that again. I'm going to let it sink for a second. I'm going to say it again. God gave us authority. Now, there's all different kinds of levels of authority. When you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, immediately, right then, bam, whew, it is given to you. You have authority over all the power of the enemy. Right then. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to be saved for seven years and then get a little bit. No, right then, you have authority. And so he gave us that authority. And if I don't use that authority, if I'm resisting it, I'm opposing that authority. And I'm just sitting back and letting the devil have his way. Okay, now I'm going to talk to us who have come on up some. You know, we've been sa I've been saved for, how old is Hunter's? Oh, my God, he's going to be 28. <sighs> that makes me old. I've been saved for 27 years. And, and God has, I've been on the altar because, like Brooke, I prayed those prayers, you know. God, you got to do something with me. This is not working. And, and he's, he's broke me in some areas, and I've submitted and surrendered to him, and I've let him do a work in me. And, and through that, he, he brings changes in our lives, and, and he brings us, and he, and he does things. And, and I had a call on my life. I had a call to teach. I have, that is a God-given call. It's not because I'm so great. God just said, mm, teacher. That's what he did. And I would find myself, I homeschooled my kids, you know. I taught, I would teach every time I, somebody, they didn't want to come around me, you know, because I'm always going to teach them something, you know. Anytime when we was kids, I was the teacher and, you know. You find yourself doing what you were called to do. But my core, the core of me was fear. And I told them this morning in Sunday school, I took a zero in school. Zero in high school because I was not standing up and speaking in front of anybody. Period. I think that's the reason, one of the reasons I had to quit school. Because I couldn't fail, you know, so I just quit. 
and I was not standing up and speaking in front of anybody. But God had called me to be a teacher. So he had to mold me. He had to do things in me to get me to be able to stand up here in front of you today. There's a bunch of people here. And I don't know all of you. I knew everybody in my class. You know what I'm saying? I don't know all of you. But God, God had, a, he had a call on my life. And, and as a result of all of this, I have been um, promoted and I've been given some authority and, and I've been placed over some things. And I'm over the home groups. And, and sometimes I lead prayer and I'm, I'm over that prayer. When I'm leading that prayer, I'm the one that has the authority. Pastor has given that to us. She's the authority. And I come in up under her. And she gives me authority to do things. And if I am sitting there, and this is what I saw, and I didn't, I didn't see it until just a few couple of weeks ago. If I'm sitting there in prayer, and, and it's not going right, things ain't going right. It's, that's on me. That's on me if I'm the one that's leading it. Okay? And I realized that I was not taking my authority. And so the prayer wasn't going nowhere. It was like dead prayer. And I was saying, God, I don't understand what's going on. I'm here all the time and, and yada, yada, yada. And, you know, what's happening? And all of a sudden he spoke to me. He said, you wouldn't take your authority. So if we have been given authority over um. I'm a pastor of a church, a, a Sunday school class, whatever I've been given authority over to be an, an evangelist or what, whatever it is that God has given me authority over that thing. If I sit back and I do not take my authority, I am resisting God. If I sit back and I want someone else to do this for me, I am resisting God. I'm resisting God. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? I'm resisting God. And I, I almost fell out when Pastor Cindy said Hebrews 10, 38, 39 is wrote right there. He said, he, said he, don't, he don't take no pleasure in those who draw back. He gave us authority. And this is for every single person. Whether you just got saved or like me, you've been saved 27 years. And, and God has, has given you things. That you have authority over. If I sit back and I don't do what I know I am supposed to do, what I know I am called to do, then I am resisting authority. I am resisting God. I am not allowing him to have his way. Whether it is rebuking the devil or taking my authority over a situation, whatever, it doesn't matter. Whatever it is, I do not want to be found resisting God. Amen? And this right here is another scripture that he showed me. Luke chapter 9. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's look at verse 1 and 2, and then we're going to skip down to 37. Luke chapter 9. Verse 1, then he called his 12 disciples together and he gave them power and authority. He gave them power and authority over all demons 
and to cure diseases. He sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick, okay? He gave them all he gave them power and authority over all the demons and he said cure the sick. That's what he told them to do and he sent them on their way, okay? And verse 37. Now it happened on the next day when they had come down from the mountain that a great multitude met him. Suddenly a man from the multitude cried out saying, Teacher, I implore you, look on my son, for he is my only child. And behold, a spirit seizes him and he suddenly cries out and convulses him so that he foams at the mouth and it departs from him with a great difficulty bruising him. So I implored your disciples to cast it out, but they could not. Now, he just gave them power and authority over all demons and cure diseases. That's what he just told them to do, right? Well, this one come along, and they couldn't do nothing with him. They just didn't do anything with him, right? They had power over all. It didn't matter what was going on. All they needed to do, if it, if it didn't come out in an hour, is stay two. If it didn't come out in two, stay four. But you coming out because I have power and authority over you. I'm the one with the power and the authority. So they just didn't labor long enough. They were like, ooh, this ain't working. <laughs> and they drew back. Is that what they did? They drew back. Well, what was Jesus' words? Where was I at? 37. Oh, 41. Then Jesus answered and said, Oh, faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you and bear with you? Bring me your son. What he did was he looked, I read between the lines, and he looked at the disciples and he said, Oh, how long am I going to have to deal with y'all? You don't have no faith, and you are twisted, every one of you. That's what he said. That's what those words mean. You got no faith, and you are twisted. I gave you power and authority over every, this devil. You have power over this devil. And why didn't you cast him out? Because you didn't think you had any. All of a sudden, it was a little tough. And so this must not be working for me. I'm going to have to do something. I might like Brooke. Brooke, been saved a minute. She's already fasting. Amen. Amen. I might have, these kind come out not, but by prayer and fasting. So there's, I might have to work a little bit on this one. I don't know if I can do this or not. You know, I'm going to have to give up the TV. I got a series I want to watch. <sighs> Johnny's having a birthday party, and I really want some cake. You know, I mean, we got it. We want to go do our own thing. I'm sorry. <sighs> we want to go do our own thing instead of sometimes, not all the time. God is not a hard taskmaster, and He doesn't make us give up every single thing that we want. He, he's not like that at all. He's much easier on me. Elder Dana said all the time, I was much harder on myself than God ever was. So he's, he's not a hard taskmaster that makes me 
just work, work, work. He gives me freedom and he gives me liberty. I just have to obey him. And if he's saying do this, then this is what I've got to do instead of what I want to do. Amen? And sometimes it's not comfortable to take authority. It's not comfortable to do that because sometimes I have to deal with people to take authority. Sometimes I have to deal with myself to take authority. But God gave me authority. He gave it to me. I didn't have to work for it. He gave it to me. And so I do not ever want to be found resisting him again by not doing what he gave me, what he died for, for me to have. I have authority. You have authority. And if we don't use that authority, we are resisting God. Resisting God. Um, let's see Hebrews 13. Pastor Cindy already, already said Hebrews 10. <laughs> so Hebrews 13 and verse 17. It says, obey those who rule over you and be submissive, for they watch out for your souls as those who must give account. Let them do so with joy and not with grief, for that would be unprofitable for you. This right here is talking about your spiritual leaders. They're watching out for my soul. Now, the um, authorities like police officers and stuff like that, they have authority over me, but they ain't watching out my soul. They're watching out for my body trying to keep me safe, okay? This right here is talking about your spiritual leaders. We have spiritual leaders. We need to get hooked up in a place where we can trust our spiritual leaders. Amen? Know that they have a heart after God and that they are seeking God and that they are speaking for God. If I don't trust that about my leader, the pastor of the church, the head of the house. If I don't trust that about them, I need to move. I need to go somewhere else. I need to find some place where I can trust that this person really is seeking God over me. Amen? And whenever I find that, submit. Submit. Submit does not mean that I am being controlled. Submit means that I willingly give myself to you. I willingly lay it down. I lay my will down. Willingly. You cannot control me if I willingly do something. Right? And so we come into the place and, and that we know God's called us to be. We know we're supposed to be here. We know it. All of us know it. And so we trust that our leaders hear God. And that they have a heart for God. And I submit myself under that leadership. And whatever they ask of me, I will do. And that includes take my authority when I don't really understand what's going on in prayer. I'm like, what in the world? Something's going on in here. But I'm wait I don't know what I'm waiting on. Somebody else to do it, I guess. I have to take my authority. I have to do what I'm supposed to do, what I know to do. Amen? He says that if I will submit myself to those leaders, then it's going to be 
good. It's going to be profitable for me. So if, if, if you find out that things are not going just right, there's areas in your life that it's just not right, and you don't really know what's going on, check your submission. Check. Submission. Am I really, truly submitted? Because Ephesians tells us to submit one to another in the fear of the Lord. Amen? I'm to submit to those who are in authority over me. I'm to submit myself. Whenever I submit, I am covered. That means undercover. I'm covered when I submit. I got somebody watching over my soul. If I don't submit nowhere, I'm on my own. Amen? So we want to submit to authority because then it's going to go well with us. It's going to be profitable for me. Because if I don't submit, it is not profitable for me. So, flip side. Amen? So we want to submit now. We want to, first of all, we want to repent. Because every single one of us, every one of us have resisted authority. Everybody has. And so we need to repent that we've done that. That we've resisted authority. And so right now, I just want to open these altars. I want to open the altars up, and I want to say, come and ask God to, to forgive you for resisting authority, resisting the authority that he gave you, resisting the authority that he's placed over you, resisting just governmental authority. We all have done it. Every single one of us have done it. And God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to forgive me. Forgive me, God, for every single time that I was teaching and I did not take my authority. For every single time that I was praying, leading the prayer, and I did not take my authority. Forgive me, God. Forgive me, God, every single time that I resisted your authority that you placed over me. The Word says that all authority comes from Him. It's all from Him. And if I'm resisting it, I'm resisting Him. In the name of Jesus, Father, forgive us for walking in rebellion, God. Forgive us for being prideful and arrogant and thinking that I am the ultimate authority over myself. God is the ultimate authority over each one of us. God is the ultimate authority. And that's where we mess up so much. We think we are. We think that we are the authority over our own lives. That I'm going to do what I want to do. Ain't nobody going to tell me what to do. Including God. Forgive us, Lord. Forgive us for walking in that rebellion in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And I'm asking you now, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ to come in this place with that, re that revelation, with that impartation of submission to authority, God. Submission to authority, God. In the name of Jesus, we are asking you for that impartation, God, that we have submission. That submission is a revelation, y'all. It's a revelation. It's a revelation, and I'm asking you, God, 
for submission to come upon each one of us submission to come up on our heart today God that we can truly submit to you as the ultimate authority over us and I won't just step out on my own in my own mind anymore and just assume that I can do something or that I need to do something the word says there is a way that seems right to a man but the end of that is destruction I have to I have to humble myself and I have to say, God, I need you today. I need you to show me what to do, God. I need you to show me the path that I should take, God. I need you to show me how to handle these home groups, God. I need you to show me how to teach these people, God. I don't know how to do this, but you do, God, and I submit to you. And I ask you to lead me. I ask you to guide me, God. I'm asking you to lead me, and I don't want to do anything that's in my own mind, God. I don't want to do anything that's not you. I want it to be you, and I submit. I submit myself to you, God. I submit myself to you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. If you want prayer, if you want me to come in to agreement with you for this impartation, I just ask you to come up to the front. Just line up to the front, and I'm going to pray with you. And I believe that when I lay my hands on you, we hope you enjoyed this message from Freedom Ministries. For more information and to stay connected with us, find us on Facebook or the web at freedomministriescrossit.com.